This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and today I'm with Ben Parker, who is the Edinburgh Green Party candidate for the Craig and Tinney Duddingston by-election, which is coming up on November the 12th. So, Ben, are you ready to stand for this by-election? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, very excited uh, to stand in the by-election. I think it's more important than ever that we get Green Voices elected to the city chambers. Um, I think Greens have got a really strong track record in Edinburgh, standing up for uh, issues to do with the climate, standing up for issues to do with uh, poverty and making sure that we support all of the people that live in Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to be the candidate and to kind of get stuck into the campaign. And of course, the there is already um, a Green councillor in what is a four-councillor ward, and it's the fourth um, position which is vacant at the moment and uh, so you would be joining Alex Staniforth um, as, a, as a Green councillor and I'm sure he would be well able to show you the ropes. Yeah absolutely um, I think that's the one thing that is really exciting about the ward for us um, is that you know we've already shown ourselves to be a real credible alternative to the status quo. Uh, the council has been run by the SNP and Labour since 2012 um, in that time, we've seen our Green councillors make a, a huge amount of difference on all kinds of issues, sort of pushing them to be stronger and bolder. Um, and you're exactly right that, you know, we've already elected a Green councillor in Craig and Tinney Duddingston. So we know that, you know, there's enough Green votes in the ward to win this. So if people like what Green councillors have been doing already, then they absolutely can put their confidence um, in the Green Party this election too, and hopefully increase our representation again. And of course, um, Greens are exactly what it says on the tin. You're all about um, all things uh, renewable energy and, of course, active travel is one of your, your big things. Do you think that's a big thing in this particular ward? One of the, the main things that we've been talking to residents about so far in the by-election campaign is provision for active travel in the area. Um, through uh, the Spaces for People programme, we've seen uh, a lot of good work happen across the city to make sure that there's better support for people who are walking and cycling. Um, but we think that there's definitely more that can be done. Uh, things that are happening in the ward already. Um, Hollywood Park is a really good example where Greens have been saying both before uh, COVID and before Spaces for People, but particularly now, we should be looking at closing roads there to make uh, more space for people to enjoy the park for what it is. Uh, we should be introducing more traffic calming measures as well around the area and other parts of the world too. So particularly places like London Road and the residential areas around there. We need to make sure that uh, our public spaces are kind of safer for people, safer for people to walk, safer for people to wheel, safer for people to cycle, um, you know, safer for children to, to play outside. And at the moment, because we have been prioritizing cars at all costs, um, you know, we, we just haven't seen that be the case. So absolutely, the things that we're standing up for is greater investment in walking and cycling um, to improve air quality and make our streets safer for people. And that's a, a huge part of our campaign. What are the other things that you're standing on? What, uh, what else matters to you? It seems to me that Greens are pro-independence, which shouldn't matter at a council level, but invariably... That national politics plays plays a part uh, in the city chambers. So what are the other parts of the, the green agenda which you would hope to bring into vogue in uh, Craig and Tinney Duddingston? One issue that, that I care a lot about is housing. So 
I currently work for a disability housing charity. Um, so it's definitely kind of one of the, the interests that I have. And I think um, particularly in the context of, of coronavirus, you know, we're talking about uh, the idea of sort of changing the status quo and changing the way things have been done. Um, so things that Greens have already uh, done on the on the issue of housing, we secured funding to bring an empty homes officer into post in the city council. So their job is essentially to root out the, the kind of homes that are in the city or the properties in the city that are, are laying empty um, and turning them into homes that people can live in. There are other things as well on matter of housing. We're talking about a, a fairer deal for tenants. So, you know, we have seen, uh, I think, uh, the priorities within housing um, have been heavily skewed towards landlords um, and definitely not towards tenants. And Greens would 100% want to change um, change track on that. So we're talking about uh, introducing measures to reduce rents. We're talking about uh, making sure that we tackle the runaway numbers of short-term lets that there are in the city. And we're talking about, like I say, sort of levelling that playing field. Um, the Edinburgh Poverty Commission came out recently and, and said that there's there's no way that we're going to be able to tackle poverty within the city without getting a grip on the housing crisis. Um, so that's the, you know one thing that we absolutely would intend to do, build more social housing, tackle high rents, tackle the runaway numbers of short-term lets in the city. Um, so that, you know, that's just one example, I guess, of a, a maybe uh, not so obviously green issue that, that we care a lot about. Yeah, and of course, a lot of the green issues overlap, it seems, with particularly SNP, but also with labour values and what uh, what what they want to produce for uh, for an area like Edinburgh and for the country in general. But what about you as a person, then, Ben? What if uh, what brought you to to Edinburgh? Because of course, in and this is in common with Councillor Staniforth. You're not from here, so tell us a little about you. Yes, you you could probably tell, can't you? Um, so yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. best. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so um, so I was I was brought up in North Yorkshire, um, and I came I came to Edinburgh for university uh, in 2015. So I graduated last year. I'm I'm 24. So I think I think I'm right in saying that I'm the youngest person um, standing in the by-election. Um, I'm certainly would be one of the youngest members of the council if elected. Um, I mean, in terms of what sort of attracted me or, or interested me in terms of getting involved with green politics, I think was just the idea that, again, you know, Greens are offering a, a credible alternative to the status quo. Um, I think that what Greens are able to do is kind of hold the, uh, you mentioned the SNP, you mentioned Labour already, obviously they are the uh, the council administration at the moment. What Greens are able to do is, is kind of hold the council to account and pressure them to make better decisions for people and for planet. Um, you know, and I think from a personal perspective, that's something that um, I think is a good thing. I, I work for a, a disability housing charity I mentioned already. You know, one of the things that motivates me is the idea of, of being involved in something which is about helping people. Um, and that's absolutely what I would want to do as a councillor. And I think Greens are in a really unique position just in terms of the makeup of the council right now to actually, uh, you know, secure a lot of wins for people by 
um, kind of holding the administration to account, like I say. So yeah, that, that's one thing that I'd be really excited to do if I was elected. Well, you'll know soon enough because uh, the, the election's coming up on the 12th of November. And so what, what happens between now and the 12th of November? How, how does, does your campaigning look very much like most of the other candidates? It's leafleting and hoping to perhaps catch people at, out in the street, but not really having any formal hustings and formal campaigning, door, door knocking, stuff like that. Yes, I think uh, it's definitely worth saying that obviously the campaign has looked very different um, because of coronavirus. Um, so we're doing a lot more sort of digital campaigning. Um, we are doing leaflet deliveries, as you mentioned, but we're not doing canvassing um, or anything like that. Um, so, so I think that has been very difficult. But I think in another sense, the um, the campaign in terms of, of COVID and the context that it sits in, it's been heartening in different ways. Because I think when we have spoken to people, when we have interacted with people online, you know, there's a real uh, appetite for change out there and a real desire for, for us to do things differently. Uh, you know, I think people recognise that the talk that, that that's going on about how we can build back better um, from the pandemic, I think people are recognising that well, you can't do that by voting for more of the same. And they know that, you know, Greens have been campaigning and all of the issues um, which sort of the pandemic is, is laid bare for people. And we've got a strong track record um, on those. So I think, you know, the issues that we're talking about, the things that lots of people are talking about in terms of problems associated with COVID and the, the sort of negative impacts of them, you know, people are aware that actually these haven't been caused by coronavirus, you know, these have just been made worse by that crisis. So if we're talking about things like precarious work, so, uh, you know, talk about jobs in hospitality, for example, you know, people are fully aware um, that coronavirus hasn't caused bad working practices in precarious labour, low pay, poverty wages, you know, those existed before, they've just been made worse by the crisis. People talk about social isolation, well, you know, we know that that's been existed before. That's been caused by uh, years of cuts on austerity politics, you know, cuts to our libraries, to public services, to community centres. It's been made worse by COVID, but these problems existed before. Similarly, the lack of support that we've seen for tenants throughout COVID, you know, it's not the case that bad housing um, and bad practice by landlords um, has, has been caused by coronavirus. It's just been made clearer that actually the, the response of the status quo has been to prioritise landlords and not tenants. So I think people, you know, people are aware that all of the problems that, that, that are being discussed, um, you know, they've actually just been made worse by the pandemic and they're ready now um, for, to do things differently. And they know that to do things differently, they have to vote differently too. It has been a very difficult campaign. It has been a very different campaign. But like I say, it's been quite heartening because I think the conversations that we're having are the sort of uh, conversations that Greens been, have been having for a long time. And that, that's quite exciting um, for us as a party and, and for me as a candidate because um, it kind of feels like, you know, we are, we are really making some headway in terms of making the positive changes that we need to see um, in our recovery and response to the pandemic. Yeah, and of course, looking back, uh, you've not only um, increased the number of councillors that you have now in the city chambers, but in the last Scottish parliamentary election, there were more Greens elected as MSPs as well. So, yeah, it does seem perhaps it's uh, the moment for the Greens, but we, we hope it's your moment, Ben, and uh, 
that you wish you luck in the upcoming by-election, which is on the 12th of November. Thank you for speaking with us today. Perfect. Thank you very much. so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.